Yes, you are listening to the Ready, Set, Retire radio podcast with Steve Anzoni. My name is Jessica Forkel. Get more details on the website at fairwayfinancial.net. We did this story about a month ago about 401k catch-up contributions. Here's a little update here. A measure passed under the Secure 2.0 Act that mandated that beginning next year, older workers earning more than $145,000 must use an after-tax Roth 401k rather than a traditional 401k. So here's the breakdown. Since many employers, they don't offer Roth 401ks, the IRS has decided to push the deadline to 2026. Lots of details there. I mean, Steve, break this down. What does this mean? Well, it's just a tricky navigation is what that means. And anytime the government is involved, you can expect that. So remember, a 401k, a 403b, a 457 plan, okay, all these alphabet soup plans are all what is called qualified plans, meaning Qualified means that they're controlled by the government, right? They're issued by the government. And so anytime that happens, you're at their whim, right? Their you're, mercy, you're kinda, yeah. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're subject to whatever they feel the rules should be, whatever economic environment we're in, whatever political environment we're in at the time will dictate these changes, right? And it's not necessarily in our best interests, there's a shock, right? I mean, look, the main pension that's left in this country is Social Security. And so you got to understand when Social Security came about, it was in a time of crisis. Okay, it was in the 30s, the Great Depression and all this stuff. And so the administration that was in office at the time said, hey, we've got to do something to make people feel better about their future. And so they came up with this plan to take 7.5% of our check, after tax, by the way, (laughs) we Mm -hmm. were taxed on it, stick it in a plan for the future, which on paper sounds like a brilliant idea, by the way. And when they conceived the plan, the normal retirement age was 65. But you got to remember, in the 30s, people's life expectancy was, I think, 64. Mm Mm-hmm. Very short, yeah. Okay, so the plan was brilliant on paper, but in reality was never really designed to pay out a lot of money. And that really shouldn't surprise anybody because the government had something to do with it. So it was really a way to collect money and for someone to feel good about their future, pay taxes on an amount. And by the way, President Roosevelt, who initiated this, said that I will never ever tax your money when you are retired. Okay, that was a famous quote. And of Mm -hmm. course, that has long since passed. It's been taxed twice in retirement too. So we pay taxes going in and then we're paying taxes going out. And by the way, this is not a voluntary program, right? It's a forced program. So you don't have a choice. And if you're self-employed, you pay twice the tax. Now, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have some security, right? And hence the name Social Security, right? That was purposely put in there that way. And it's not a social plan, though. See, it's not an entitlement program. We pay for that, Jess. It's our money. Exactly, yeah. Okay, but again, they're brilliant with wording. And everyone's concerned that Social Security is in trouble today. And, of course, they're blaming it on people living longer and all that stuff. 
the reality is that the reason Social Security is in trouble is because the government stole, or you can call it borrowed without paying back if you want to be nice, but they took money out of that plan, that that very secure plan, by the way, and they used it to pay off other things, okay, that they were way behind on, right? Like Medicare and Medicaid yeah. and all that stuff. So, so they basically, used it. yeah, I mean, now we're at the point where we're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Exactly. You know, and, and that's and, what's going on. Yeah, and we're footing the bill. Now, look, I, you know, in my opinion, all right, and this is 37 years of opinion here, so I think I know what I'm talking about. Social Security will be here because it's just all these threats of it running out of money and this and that. It's just it's not going to happen. It just will not happen no matter how inept our people in the government are. They're going to figure out a way that it's going to be here because it will devastate the economy and it will devastate people's lives, okay, if it's not here. So it will be here. I mean, they're going to probably figure out how to tax it again and change it and cap it and all this stuff. What I'm getting at is Social Security is a government program and so is in a 401k. Now, the reason pensions are gone, for the most part, is that corporations weren't required to keep pensions when the 401ks came out. And as a corporation, your mission is to be profitable first. That is the mission of a corporation. And so when they realized, hey, we don't have to have a fiduciary responsibility, that was back when the word fiduciary really meant, like it really meant guarding your money. That was a definition back in the day. Today mm -hmm. it's different, but back then it meant they had a responsibility to make sure the money was there. Now that's a real definition. And that was a very expensive proposition because in that case, people are living longer, Jess. So it did affect how much money they had to have in reserves. So the pension and medical benefits were the most expensive part of running a big corporation. So when the 401k came out, they were like, wow, this is fantastic. We can offer a 401k, look like a hero, and get rid of the pension. And so they did. I mean, most of the companies did today. And certainly for those people who've been grandfathered, who've been working for 30 or 40 years somewhere, they're probably grandfathered in. But the new employees, they don't have a pension. So they have to rely more on this 401k. And now... Under this 2.0 Act, the government has come out and said, well, you know, we're going to change the rules again. And we're basically saying that older workers, which, by the way, I haven't found the exact definition of the older worker yet. We're working on it, Jess. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is going to be a um, continuing conversation for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. So right now they're using 145000 And what they're saying is that we're going to push this program in next year. But because so many companies, especially smaller ones, don't offer the Roth 401k, they pushed it off till 2026. Now, it may or it may not come to fruition because we have an election in 2024. Mm -hmm. So who knows what's going to end up. But if it does go through, basically what they're saying is that older workers making more than 145 won't be able to contribute to a pre-tax 401k, meaning the most popular 401k. They're going to stop that and make them do an after-tax, which, by the way, I don't think is a totally horrible thing, okay? But they're targeting the higher-income person when they're working 
Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones who are going to be affected the most. They're the ones who probably could use the write-off during their working years, Jess. Yeah, <laughs> and you're right so about that. Yeah. yeah, so they're targeting them and saying, well, you can't do that anymore. The trap is that if you are putting all your money, all your retirement money in this one vehicle, you're going to be at the whim of the government. So you're going to be under their control. So what I was saying earlier about you need to have different buckets. And so what we're trying to do when we people come in here, we take an x-ray, if you will. What is your 401k like? What's the real earnings? What are the fees? What's going on in it? What are the risks, right? And you need to understand how that works because for most people, it is the number one source of income. And then after this, particularly this rule, you need to figure out, are there other ways that I could put away money in the future that I will have control over, not the government? And so the number to call to find this out is 508-552-3230. And you give that a call and say, hey, I want to check out my 401k. I want an x-ray on this to see if I'm doing the right thing, what the fees are, what the risks are, and what else can I be doing to help my retirement in the future. So that's what we're trying to help out people with, Jess. And that is the number one thing that I see coming through the door. Am I doing the right thing? Can I have more control? Get more details on the website, fairwayfinancial.net. That's fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. does not give investment, tax, or legal advice. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products, including annuities, offered through Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Massachusetts Insurance License 172-2314.